already hourly with Bowerly, number four on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, hello, my loves. Uh, this is a very important day. It marks the uh, Friday of uh, the second week in which I have worked all five days of the week. Uh, and I, I personally think that deserves some kind of an Odyssey medal, maybe a corporate memo, something along those lines. Uh, that will, however, uh, end next week. I'll be off uh, Wednesday for a uh, as yet undetermined amount of time uh, due to some neck surgery that uh, is long needed and must be done because when I heal, then I can start playing badminton and pickleball. Yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, I'll be off. And I'm going to miss you guys. And uh, I believe me, guys, you know, I... I have told this to my employer. I hate taking time off when it's not vacation time. I really do. Because over the past couple of years, there's been far too much of it. And hopefully uh, there's this and there's one other thing that I got to get done. And then uh, we should be uh, we should be okay. But it's not cardiac related. And I just, you know, I mentioned what I'm having done just because if I'm off, people think I had another heart attack or something. Has nothing to do with my heart. My heart is like sound as a pound. But uh, <laughs> the rest of me is gradually falling apart and turning gangrenous. But, and I do mean everything. But anyway, uh, welcome to the show. We're talking about the uh, some weird stuff with the ice storm. For example, what is the best product for us to buy to put on the bottom of our boots or shoes so we don't go flying in the snow and the, well, the ice that we've just had? And you remember yesterday, you remember yesterday when I said on so many occasions, I said, if you're taking your dog out for a walk, make sure the leash is properly tied to you. Be extra, extra careful taking your dog for a walk. We've already had numerous EMS calls today, people who have fallen, who have badly banged themselves up, including somebody who is walking a dog. I cannot stress this enough, okay? The one thing that I must give myself credit for, I've got a really good sense of balance on ice because I was a pretty good ice skater and a pretty good skier. And I got a natural kind of instinct for ice. This ice that's out there right now, uh, 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 no, no, no. I'm not messing with it at all. And, and you shouldn't either. Um, there you, if you don't need to be walking outside in your driveway, the streets are fine, but if you don't need to be walking outside in your driveway or on sidewalks, just stay inside. Seriously, until Sunday at least when things uh, moisten up a little bit and uh, hopefully start to break apart. But you might have a story about your dog in the ice, which seems to be very popular right now. So uh, what do you put in the bottom of your shoes to keep from uh, sliding around? And uh, how's your dog doing with uh, the ice? Because as I have tried to explain to people, it's a situation where you've got the top crust is ice. Then you've got snow in the middle and then you've got a really thick ice on the bottom. So it's really kind of weird. You get that false sense of security feeling the snow. You don't realize there's ice underneath it. And unfortunately, we've had a lot of people with sprains, strains, fractures. And uh, just I cannot encourage you enough to be careful, careful, careful. Walk like penguins, okay? And, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't compliment myself on too many athletic things, but... A sense of balance is one of the things that I do have, and even I'm not messing around with this ice, okay? So use that as an example. Uh, if I played on the Sabres, I wouldn't mess around with this kind of ice, okay? Those guys have really good senses of balance. Uh, not good goaltending last night, but a good sense of balance. And by the way, really quickly, on the Sabres front, this team 
is going to be so incredibly good in just a couple of years. They're already exciting to watch. They have captured the imagination, again, of bars and restaurants across western New York. They are a team to watch and to be reckoned with. I think they've got a goaltending issue they've got to resolve. But, man, these this Sabres team has a nucleus of a young and outstanding hockey team. I, I've, I've not been this excited about the Sabres in a long time. And I'm telling you, I, I really think this team is destined for some greatness over the next uh, two to five years. I really do. I think they have dynasty potential. I, I really believe that. I think they have dynasty potential. And watching Tage Thompson, he is like the coolest customer you'll ever see. Anyway, I, I think they need a goon, though. I, I, they need one goon. Just just one. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. I know hockey's trying to get away from that, but we need a goon, okay? I'm just saying. Uh, let's get to the calls on WBEN. Here is uh, Dave in Lockport. Dave, you are on. Hello. Afternoon, Tom. Yes, sir. It's not just the humans, it's not just the humans that you got to be careful of. Your dogs can tear themselves up, too, in this ice. So I got, I got a funny story. I got a tree out the back door, about 50 feet. And the squirrel's frequent because I got some bird feeders out there. <laughs> and it's, it's like it's like they're rearing up to go like a, like a car at the, at the start line of the drag strip when I open the door. So there's three shepherds run out there. The first one can't stop. The second one piles into the first one. The third one takes some ball down like bowling pins. Oh, jeez. It, like it was like a Three Stooges episode. My biggest fear was, you know, they can tear ACLs and everything else. So, but... Once they found out they were all fine, I left my butt off. So like a demolition derby, you didn't happen to capture that on tape, did you? No, I, I wish I had because it was a little bit of an incline beyond the tree, and they all slid down this hill. It was funny as that. Uh, you know what I haven't noticed? I've not noticed any squirrels trying to get up and down trees because if you look at the trees, they're glazed over too. Oh no, they're out there. The deer are the ones that are having the trouble. Okay, well that you know that came up. Just skim right over. You know, Dave, that that came up earlier because, uh, uh, as everybody knows, I live in a neighborhood that has, I think, as many deer as it does people, and it, it, we have herds of deer on a residential street. But I, I did notice this morning and and last night that I have, there are no hoof prints at all on my lawn where usually the deer congregate. There's none. Maybe they're smarter than us. They know they know not to go walking on the ice. Yeah. You know, like the dogs, they can't. They, they don't break through. They just they they're not heavy enough to break through. And I, I, even I was slipping and sliding and wasn't popping through that top layer. So well, you know the the other thing too, and I don't mean to be too graphic here, but uh, when dogs assume a squatting position, apparently they're not able to. Uh, you know they're 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 sliding around pretty bad. Yeah. It's not nice. No, it is not. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad your dogs are okay. But you've got. You said you got uh, shepherds. Yes. Uh, fine. Fine dogs, sir. Fine dogs. Thank. Yes, sir. Thank yes, you sir. very much, Dave. I I appreciate it. it a, other lady had a greyhound. We did have a dude calling in with a Siberian husky. Siberian husky didn't do any better than any other dogs out there. Surprising. Here is uh, Paul in Snyder. Paul, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Tom. Yeah, squirrel. Um, hey. hey. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's about time that we'd have a good hockey team, eh? Oh, you better believe it because, uh, you know, the organization has built a fine team. And one of the things I like about the organization is they seem to have assembled some fine young men who are playing for what's on front of the jersey and not their name on the back of it, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I would uh, once in a while talk Canadian, you know? Well, it's a process that you have to learn. But living in a border town, it makes it easier. Those of you listening in Canada, I would like a little bit of props for my speaking of of Canadian. Thank you very much. Uh, anything from A to Z, feel free. So what's on your mind, sir? Well, okay, so I had some errands to run today. Spent the last, you know, day and a half getting my driveway cleared off before I go anywhere. Get my vehicle completely cleaned off. You know, I park outside, so I needed a... You know, a couple, a lot of work getting it all off of there. But um, one thing I noticed while I'm out driving is with the sun and the reflection off the snow, make sure you got your sunglasses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that can be that way the next couple of days because obviously we'll have those conditions on the yards and everything like that, so we get a lot of reflection. But I, I couldn't believe it. I was going... Uh, west on the 290, and I was between uh, Millersport and Niagara Falls Boulevard exits, and uh, a pickup truck passed me, and just this big, huge chunk of uh, ice comes flying off, and I had to dodge it. And I, it reminded me of a uh, couple people that called in the other day saying that they got their windshields broken, and so, sure enough, about just before I get to Niagara Falls Boulevard exit, there's a vehicle with the flashers on, and I'm thinking to myself, watch this. There's probably a broken windshield. Sure enough, the windshield was completely smashed. I couldn't believe it. Oh, uh, well, you know, we had we had one lady call in yesterday with a broken windshield from uh, a big wing of ice that got air, you know, got enough lift under it and went airborne. And uh, Josh uh, Schmidt last night going home, uh, he had two large chunks of ice crash into the windshield of his Amish buggy, uh, which uh, fortunately did not shatter. <laughs> uh, I thank you very much for the call, Paul. Thank you. All right, and if anybody else has had a windshield broken because of ice flying, uh, feel free to call in because that's something that I think people need to realize. It really happens, and it, it, it's happened a lot, uh, apparently, in western New York over the past day or so. And by the way, the feels-like temperature has nothing to do with what the ice is going to do. Like, we might be 40 on Sunday with a feels-like of 30. Doesn't matter what the feels-like is. The ice is still going to melt. Let's go to Dan on a uh, cell phone. Dan, you're on WBEN. You've got another story of flying ice. Yeah, they all stole my thunder uh, just a minute ago there. But, yeah, I uh, just come down the uh, 400, and uh, sure enough, there was a a big 18-wheeler pulling uh, up the – entranceway from east aurora there i'm heading uh, south and holy crap yeah the whole the whole 18 wheeler you know the whole back of the truck and everything it lifted up caught the wind and then just in slow motion like something out of a superheroes movie you see this thing just flying you're all you can do is kind of calculate you know where's this thing going to drop didn't hit the windshield crash in front of me but uh, i guess the lesson there is uh you know maybe increase your uh, your your following distance just a little bit in these conditions you know, years ago, I did have a windshield uh, taken out by one. This, you know, I was doing deliveries, and I was on my way out to uh, Rochester, and I had a 
I was following and, and a big piece of ice come through my windshield in my uh, delivery van. So it, it happens. But, uh, uh, well, it, it absolutely does. And you know, it's not it's not too hard to figure out what's going on. I mean, you, you get a big, thick piece of ice and the wind gets underneath it. There's very little difference between the wind underneath a flat piece of ice and the wind underneath uh, a, a wing of an airplane. So, of course, you're going to go airborne. Yeah, not at all. I mean, it, it, it's like a sheet of uh, uh, plywood, you know, lifting up off of these things. You know, so, you know, a cold vehicle, that ice is attached pretty well. But, you know, you warm up the cab a little bit, you get a little water underneath it. And, yeah, it just peels right off when you hit the higher speeds, you know. But your your windshield has escaped damage in the most recent uh, run of ice flying off of pickup trucks and 18-wheelers? Yeah, today it did. Today it did, yep. But hey, you know, someone was mentioning the uh, the deer staying away from the uh, the ice and stuff. Um, I'll tell you what, back back in the '80s, uh, you know, I'm part of a hunting uh, crew. Back in the '80s, there was a uh, real bad ice storm, and uh, underneath the the, uh, the layer of ice was about a foot of snow. Well, that fall, we took some deer, and when we were processing them and everything, they all had scar tissue about eight or nine inches up their legs. And all we could figure out is that these deer were running around through the, you know, breaking through the snow and, and in the process of just traveling or whatever the ice was. So, I mean, I walked around through it. I remember that spring, you know, it was a, it was a late spring uh, rain that froze on the uh, on the snow and, and it, was, it destroyed my boots. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, six months later, we're taking the deer. And, uh, you know, uniformly, all the deer had damage on their, you know, especially their front legs. And like I said, all we could, you know, all we could guess is that, you know, that that ice storm had something to do with it. So I would imagine the deer would avoid the ice if at all possible and and travel the roads, you know, if they could. Because just imagine walking barefoot and crushing through and cutting your your shins up. I mean, that's just what it is to them, you know. Yeah, but, you know, then I start to think, I mean, me to have sympathy for the deer, but... I wonder what they're eating because usually they're going to be browsing on everything we like in our gardens. But if they can't even get up to eat, they must be kind of hungry. Right. But so so here's the thing. You know, you get the ice storm and it's bringing down branches. And wherever those branches have fallen, you'll see the deer prints in the snow all around it. They're going to be nibbling the buds off of them trees like, you know, like it's, you know, the, the best thing on the dinner plate you know yeah we all know that for deer my stargazer lilies uh, are the artichoke hearts of the deer saddled world uh thank you thank you dan i appreciate the call all right Uh, i I, to be very brutally honest with you guys i had no expectation of spending the entire show talking about the storm and everything related to it and i'm not even going to bother changing in the final half hour of the show I will restate all the topics that we've gotten into today and then close out the show by doing what we've done. I had so many different things on the agenda, but obviously this stuff is of interest to you, and my job is to make sure you listen as long as possible. So why would I want to swim against the Niagara River? It's stupid. You just go with the flow, baby, and that's what I do. Well, I have just had... Delivered to me a handwritten note of appreciation. Odyssey Incorporated Award of Achievement presented to Tom Bowerly for completing five consecutive days of work. Technically, it's ten consecutive days of work. Thank you for your continued commitment to excellence. Well, I try so hard. All right, that's the running joke around these parts. I can't blame anybody for riding my butt. Anyway, uh, welcome. I appreciate you being here. And uh, basically, guys, if you're just joining us, uh, here's what we're talking about. Um, In a nutshell, 
everything ice storm related. And we're really running the gamut here on WBEN. Let me just run through some of the things on which I'd like to take your telephone calls until we ride this bad boy out uh, just about 6 o'clock tonight. Um, First of all, something that is actually kind of a public service to our listeners, I don't usually let you name brands on the air, but today, as a public service, I'm making an exception to the rule because last night, I saw firsthand Mrs. Nerd navigating the ice on Main Street in Williamsville like she was walking on dry land without any ice whatsoever because she has these things that she straps on late at night in the privacy. Now, she has these things that uh, she straps on the bottom of her feet. Um, Well, her shoes, actually. Her feet would be awkward, but um, her shoes. And I asked, okay, what do you use in order to maintain some kind of traction on ice like what we are seeing? And basically, as I've been stressing repeatedly, um, it's dangerous walking outside. And once you crunch through that first layer of ice and you go through however much snow you had, you think, oh, well, that wasn't much ice underneath whatever snow you got. um, There is a layer of very slick Ice. It is terrible walking. Even your humble host, who must admit I've got a good sense of balance, not in this stuff I don't. No, no, no. It is dangerous. So we've had some suggestions uh, called in. And you can do your internet search and uh, check these out for your very own self. Um, In no particular order, Ice Ease, that's Ice, E-E-Z-E, shoe covers. Neos. N-E-O-S, shoe covers. Yak Tracks, Y-A-K-T-R-A-X, shoe covers. Creepers, shoe covers. Stable Icers, shoe covers. I'll spell that. S-T-A-B-I-L-I-C-E-R-S. So all of these have been called in by your fellow listeners who care about you who consider your safety to be paramount to their well-being. So if you want to add to that list and uh, call in, uh, I would happily take your call because we're just trying to find options for people to put on the bottom of their shoes. And hopefully it's something that you can easily put on and easily take off. Because, as I said, for as easily as as, uh, Mrs. Nerd was able to walk on the ice, The minute we got inside of a joint, she quickly slid them off her feet because um, they might work great on ice, but they're nothing you want to walk around a restaurant in. Tends to be rather on the awkward uh, side. Also, um, we've had some reports today uh, of really serious-sounding EMS calls. One dude was walking his dog, fell down, banged himself up pretty bad. EMS came out. I hope that he had the leash properly attached to his body um, so the dog didn't run away too. But EMS had to come take care of him. Uh, A couple of other EMS uh, calls that have been phoned in uh, where responders have had to handle other people who have slipped and fallen in the ice. Maybe you have a story to tell about 
how you thought you could handle walking on this, but you ended up falling down. Now, you might not necessarily have broken a bone or uh, sprained or strained anything, but you've got a nice uh, little bruise, which will turn every color of the rainbow before it's through, and you want to put out a word of warning. You want to verify that what I am saying about walking on this ice is not fantasy land. It is true. We had a caller, I think, the first hour who uh, fell down and uh, basically uh, nailed his hip, even though it uh, probably is not uh, broken or anything like that. And those of you who have to walk for a living, see, think about it. Most of us have jobs where the hardest part is walking inside and then we're good. But those of you who deliver for Uber Eats, those of you who deliver for Amazon, those of you who do DoorDash, those of you who uh, do FedEx, UPS, I don't know how you men and women are maintaining anything like a schedule because it's hard enough to walk with nothing in your hands walking up somebody's driveway. But then when you consider the awkward, unwieldy packages that you guys often have to carry, I don't know how you're doing it, and I honestly don't know how you're maintaining any kind of a schedule. And the same thing with letter carriers. I don't know how you are doing it. I really don't. So you want to call in and uh, talk about any uh, experiences you've had while delivering, and you Meals on Wheels people who make sure seniors are properly fed. Uh, what experiences have you had with this ice? And, and make no mistake about it. This, If you were in the areas that got hit by the ice, make no mistake, it's bad. Um, we still, believe it or not, have people who are without power. And if you are one of those people without power, would like to hear from you about when your power went out and when you are expecting to be turned back into the electric grid. So these are some of the things we're talking about. And actually, the last hour, what has been most interesting to a lot of people is the problem um, dogs, your pet dogs are having uh, outside because uh, they're having as much problem, uh, as many problems as human beings are navigating not just the icy sidewalks and, and driveways, but also navigating going up the stairs to get into your house. We've had a couple of people calling in saying they literally had to walk outside, pick up their dogs, and bring them in because the dog simply was unable to get up the steps. So, uh, oh, the other thing, too, uh, have you seen anybody had a windshield taken out because of ice coming up off a car, off a truck, off uh, a, a pickup truck, for example? Uh, if you've seen that happen, uh, did, did did anybody lose a windshield? We had a caller yesterday who personally lost a windshield and said that uh, her glass guy said it was about the what third or fourth one that he had had in uh, recent minutes uh, as of the call yesterday. So if any of this is uh, doing it for you, any of this is ringing a bell, I will take your telephone call as we uh, do it. We do have time to talk to you. And the more time uh, you talk, the less time you have to listen to me drone. So if this is ringing a bell with you, uh, you can add your contribution to this show, the uh, ice storm of February 2023. And this uh, past few months, we've had a major and deadly blizzard. We had an earthquake, the strongest in years. And now we can add an ice storm to the list. Not sure when the plague of locusts is coming, but nothing would surprise me at this point. 
888-900-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Those of you on uh, Hodson Road in Orchard Park, we had a call early in the first hour today, um, Hodson, uh, Hodson Road in Orchard Park um, is... Uh, um, Uh, is a place that was without power as of the 2 o'clock hour today, and they were told that they were going to be back online at about 11 p.m., the uh, caller said. Have you guys on Hodson Road got your power put back on? Uh, I'm just curious. And if you are still without power, and there are thousands of customers and many more thousands of people in western New York who are without power. And as I've I've said... um, when a power company says we have a hundred customers out of power, remember, if you've got multiple people living in a household that is without power, well, it might be one bill paying customer, but that is affecting several people in the home. So however many thousands of customers are out of power, you can multiply that probably by at least two uh, and probably in some cases many more uh, in terms of the number of human beings who are doing without power. Uh, so if any of this is resonating with you, uh, your call, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And if you want to recommend whatever it is you wear in the bottom of your shoes to keep you from going head over heels, uh, by all means, uh, give us a call. F- frankly, uh, I'm a little curious about this for my own bad self. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here is Laura in Lancaster. Laura, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Hi, Tom. How are you? Yes, ma'am. Doing fine. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. So, we're talking about all this. I was telling Josh, basically, I came in kind of late, but I kind of, you gave me an update and everything on what, what you're talking about. And basically, the Zach, no, the track, you know, the, the shoes, my husband works for UPS. He swears by them. He was out there yesterday yesterday and he goes thanks the lord for those because i don't know how i'd be able to do my job so are are you talking about the yak tracks yeah the yak tracks yeah yeah yeah. tim tim wenger uh is uh, he he actually is one of these crazy people who runs to keep himself in shape because he apparently doesn't care about his knees and um I believe that you're given so many heartbeats in life. Why waste them running? But Tim swears by yak tracks when he's running. Are yak tracks really that good? Honestly, yes, they are. My husband has worked for UPS for 33 years, retiring in eight years. And yes, swear by them because he goes, you know something? Thank God. Thank the Lord. If I didn't have these things, I don't know how, I'd, I don't know how I'd be able to deliver. And he works 10 hours a day. So yes, swear by him, and you tell you tell your you you tell Tim, yeah, thumbs up, yeah. Well, sure. I, I assure you that going in the garbage. <laughs> I, I assure you that Tim Wenger is listening to this program right now. He does not miss oh. a word of what I say. Oh. He's transfixed by him. this program. You um, tell him. You tell him. Yes. Well, God, just yes. How, just out of curiosity, how did your husband get turned on to yak tracks? Because you're the second person now who says yak tracks are the bomb. No, they're the, the bomb. Because UPS, UPS, it's all about safety. Safety first. It's did, all about safety. Did, did they actually yeah. issue their drivers yak tracks? Yes, they do. Yep, they provide them. 
Yes. And you know what? If he needs one, two, three, five pairs, he can take them. Yes, he can. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. No, hundred ten percent. I'm on top. Yeah. How about the yeah. how about the fitting of the act tracks? Because uh, I mean, this is going to sound like a stupid question. Forgive my ignorance, no. but I obviously no. don't have the act tracks. Um, do That's you okay. be, right, like? Do they stretch over the shoe? Yeah, they, it's like he says. It's, they're so simple to pull on. They stretch on, like on the front, back, and then there's like a I don't know, some like a blade, you know. And then it's just he goes, honey. People thought like. He was running through yards like he was, like, running the marathon. He thought he was all that and some. Don't mention marathon. We just talked about Wenger. He's training for another marathon. No, But you know what, Tim? You know, I'm with you, buddy. Yeah, I'm with him for that because, yes, definitely, for sure. Then can I tell you a quick story about the dog? Of course, of course. Well, actually, could you hold on until we do traffic, and then I will hear all about your dog because uh, – you're gonna love this story. Uh, well, it's worth it's story. it's worth waiting for. It's worth waiting for. But I'm a prisoner of the clock. Please hold on. We must hear about your canine pal. And uh, we've been talking about many other things. But as far as the stuff people are wearing on their shoes, Yak Tracks has now received two votes. One from Tim Wenger, who actually runs with them as he's training for a marathon. Tim, uh, yeah, it's true. Tim Wenger gets the runs every single morning. Um, I believe 5, 10, 20 miles, whatever. Uh, but now uh, Laura's husband, who works for UPS, they issue Yak Tracks, which, by the way, is a pretty big endorsement when you think about all the drivers they've got. Before I talk about your dog with you, um, is, your husband has been able to meet the 10-hour grueling schedule and all those ridiculous amount of deliveries he has to make, and no problem? No problem, Tom. And I, I, I tell you... You know what? I just go every day when he walks out this door and like yesterday, I just go, be safe and please just be safe and no problem. He was just like, honey, you have no idea. This is, it's, yeah, believe me. And he's a real stickler because his feet, 33 years on his feet, feet are most important. Your feet are your body. Yeah, and and your your back, your back too. I mean, you got to look out for your back. You're carrying that kind of stuff. Oh God! So you've got a you've got a story about your dog, (laughs) Benny, my Benny. Benny's a 12 pound sheepu. Okay, he's a 12 pound sheepu, and this dog, he's he's he'll be free. And I'll I'll send a, I'll send pictures of what what I got going on to your 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 email. But anyways, or your your website or whatever. E- email is fine. And, yes. Okay. So <laughs> so Benny and every dog, you know, like I guess you know here it is. My dog is very particular on things, and so <sighs> the ice. We go outside. He's just like. Nope, can't smell nothing. Nope, can't smell nothing. And I will, and then I'll take him out in the front, and I'll take him through, you know, our our development. And I'm like, oh God, how are we going to do this? And I said this morning, and then, then this morning, yesterday was a challenge, but then this morning was a challenge too because everything is ice, obviously. So I go, Bonnie, okay, listen, we got to safety first. So we go out in the front. And it's just like, here I'm wearing my boots with, I don't have the cleats on, but I got something and I'm digging my feet in and he's like skating. 
And then there was like a, a pickup truck. I said, oh, I know what game we're playing today. Let's see if we can do it, Benny. Come on, we can do it, buddy. We're going to play. Let's see if we don't fall. Let's see if we can do this, Benny. Let's see. Come on, buddy. We can do this. And my, my Benny, he's the Lion King. Benny is called the Lion King, and he's called the mayor in our development. Oh, my. Because he is that. Oh, yeah. But you know something, Tom? I know you like dogs. And if you've seen this, you would go like this. Oh, God. Yeah, how he's like a little. He's a, he's a little. He's a lot. So as, as time is expiring, how did the game go? Oh, God. So anyways, so I'm, I'm going, going, going. And he's just like, and I'm like, no, Benny, no, 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 Benny. You know, and I'm like, no, you can't. You can't take off on me, Benny. Be safe. So we're, as we're walking, he's just like this. You know what? I need somewhere to, you know, I need somewhere to go. So he's like, you found a big, nice chunk. And he did his business on a big chunk. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know, we got, in the middle, we got out in the middle of the street. How's sounds that? like a uh, sounds middle like a, of the street. Sounds like something you got to incorporate in the Erie County Fair. Um, yeah. Thank you. Laura, thank thank you very much. Uh, can't wait to see a picture of your buddy. I appreciate the call, Laura in Lancaster. And uh, you'd be happy to know that while I was talking to you, I just ordered a pair of yak tracks. <laughs> thank you very much. You did? I did. It. Yep. Did I did, too. Okay. I, I, in all seriousness, I just did. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I mean, come on. Two people suggested him. Why not? I, I told you. You guys doing me a favor. You're doing your fellow audience members a favor.